So this week we talked about what and how and why and when. No, we're talking about evolution and science this week. Um, kind of these big questions that you guys were asking. And they all kind of like fit into one, but they're a bunch of little tiny questions that come off of it. But the big idea is, is belief in God a rational thing? Is there evidence to prove that God exists or does science disprove the fact that God exists and we're just all making some stuff up because we want to believe it? It's a really important question. It's a big question that people have. So we, we looked really quickly at some, some major themes of it. So let's check it out. One of the biggest reasons people today, it seems, in our culture do not believe in God or Jesus is, the, or at least on the surface, they say, because there's no science behind it, right? Or they say, I believe in science, so I can't believe in faith. And really quickly off the bat, that's a false dichotomy. You can be a person of faith and also believe in the truths that we find in science. But they're looking at reality. Both of these things, faith and science, are looking at reality, but they're asking different questions and going about it in different ways. So to say that they have to look the same is just not a fair comparison, right? You can't compare an orange and say this orange is not perfect because it's not like an apple. Like that just isn't how it works. There are two different ways of examining truth. Um, same for philosophy, right? It's not philosophy. Some people could classify it as a science, but it's really kind of a logical thing. And so people say, well, it's a logic science, but hard science where we test things, we can experiment and bring like is completely different than our, this faith philosophical side of the argument. So we don't have to say that only one of those two can exist because we don't say because science exists, philosophy can't exist. And the same way, I, I don't think we can say because science exists, faith can't exist. So, um, a quick caveat on that. So, we're going to start out not by reading a bunch of Christian people who say faith and science are good. I'm going to read you quotes from two people who um, are in the worlds of science and philosophy, and they think that having faith in anything but science and philosophy in the natural world is crazy pants. Right. Richard Dawkins is a very famous atheist, and he debates Christians all the time and has a vitriol. He does not like Christians. He does not like people believing in God. He thinks it's silly and damaging and hurtful, and he wishes we didn't believe that. So he says, this is a quote from him, he says, faith is the great cop-out, the great excuse to evade the need to think and evaluate evidence. Faith is the belief in spite of, even perhaps because of, the lack of evidence. He's saying there's nothing, there's no evidence that you can base faith on. The next guy we're going to read from is Sam Harris. He kind of is a philosophy kind of guy and, and asks some questions about that. And again, tries to say you shouldn't believe in a God because it causes all these bad things. So he says, when considering the truth of a proposition, one is either engaged in an honest appraisal of the evidence and logical arguments, or one isn't. Religion is one area of our lives where people imagine that some other standard of intellectual integrity applies. He's saying, if you believe in any kind of faith, in any kind of religion, you are not being intellectually 
uh, honest, right? That we are making stuff up and that there's brainwashing and none of that stuff is real. I contend that both of those men are very wrong, right? Because they're not just saying that about Christianity, they're saying that about all faiths, even though they really don't like Christianity when you get down to it and you start asking them specific questions. But we're not here to talk about them. We're here to talk about God. So I think it's really important that we have some definitions as we move forward. So a definition of science, right? Science is a systematic investigation and application of truth of the universe, right? You have to, it's a process to investigate what has been created, right? Uh, I said that, and that's a very Christian understanding, but I got that from a scientist who worked for the National Institute of Health, who is a Christian, and that's how he described it. And he's smarter than me, so I used it. But think about it. Science is about evaluating how something works. Like, you want to be like, okay, this reaction happened because these two chemicals got together, or, or your body reacts like this when this happens. Like, how? How does that happen? How does it work? So you test it, and you have an idea of what it might look like, and you keep testing it, and then you maybe change your idea, or maybe you figure out that your idea that you thought maybe was, was right. And because of that, you can learn some other things and then ask other questions, and it kind of just keeps branching off and going. Science asks how something works. It does not always necessarily tell us a greater why. Now, it can tell us why blah, blah, blah happened, like cause and effect. Uh, but at some level, it's always like, okay, well, why are there proteins at all that make our bodies do anything? Why are there enzymes? Like that's a question of value and worth. And it's not just a question of causation. And science can only ask, answer those questions for us. Now we can take inferences from the things we learn from science and say, I think this is why this happens. Uh, like morality, like there's a big field where like people who believe in God, we talked about that last week, right? Um, believe that God is the source of morality. And people who say there's no God have to believe that some chemical compounds and some DNA and we pass it on and it's good for the survival of our species. So we are nice to each other. And that's the only reason, but otherwise it really kind of doesn't matter what we do to each other. Like, that's uh, the, the outcomes of those two things. So, um, science asks how. Um, religion and philosophy, like we talked about, kind of asks bigger, broader, like, why? Why? <laughs> is, is kind of the driving question of that. But also, science kind of abhors the idea of mystery. It didn't always, but today um, we are so intellectually arrogant that we think we can explain everything and we can understand and know everything. Guys, there are tons of things that we believe, that we know work, but we do not completely understand, right? Like science can't completely explain why we yawn, how we yawn, or why when someone else yawns, we yawn, like they're working on it, but like, and they have some ideas and theories, but it's not super proven or tested. And even things as fundamental as gravity we kind of don't know why it works the way it does across all the different spectrums not just here on earth but like in space and how like we know things about gravity i'm not saying we don't know anything about gravity it's not like some weird complete mystery but the fact of like why it got in place and how it works where it is like those things are still very unknown to us and you say well yeah but we can figure them out later but to say it's a mystery 
we wouldn't say that. But it's something that we don't yet understand, right? That's all a mystery can be, right? And I think in faith when we say, oh, this thing happened, this miracle happened, right? When Jesus did these miracles or I share miracles with you that have happened in my life and I've seen God do things, people would say, no, those things can't happen. Like maybe it's just a mystery. Maybe it's just like science. There's this thing that we haven't figured out yet, but that doesn't mean that it didn't happen or it's not happening. Just the same like when something that God, when God does something, when a miracle happens, it doesn't mean that there's no reason for it. It just means that we don't yet understand it, right? So mystery is not a bad thing. So we looked at First Timothy chapter 3, verse 16. It says, without question, this is the great mystery of our faith. Christ was revealed in a human body and vindicated by the Spirit. He was seen by angels and announced to the nations. He was believed in throughout the world and taken to heaven in glory. Paul here is reminding Timothy, Jesus is the big deal. Jesus is the reason why I can believe in God. Like me personally, like trying to understand, like, why does God exist? Does he exist? And if, if you're just looking at that backdrop, that's a lot harder to, to get and understand. Because people want hard truth. They want hard facts that they can look at. And Jesus has a lot of hard facts for him, right? The Bible is eyewitness testimony that is corroborated by things outside of the Bible by people who do not love Jesus in the slightest, who, who even some of them disdained the idea of Jesus and thought it was a cult and wished it wasn't part of their religion, some of the Jewish historians, but also Roman historians wrote about Jesus, just as many historians wrote about Jesus as wrote about Julius Caesar, right? Like, think about that. So, in thinking about that, Jesus is our, our door in. If someone says, I want direct evidence, I want to know there's got to be something that absolutely proves God. To me, Jesus is that thing. He is that person, understanding who he is, what he did. And if we can verify those claims of, of what he said, what was said about him and what he said, and if he rose from the dead, those things, I think, are the key to helping people believe in a God, right? It, and it doesn't mean that we don't have big questions. We still don't ask hard things because we do. But when we act like there would be some magical evidence that science could give us that would either prove or disprove God, it's not going to happen, right? Science has to be able to test something over and over and get a repeated result so you can know that it's true. Like, so if we're talking about, okay, how did the universe begin? Was it God or was it something else? There... There's no way we're going back to that and, and watching it and recreating it. It's not, it's not happening, guys. So this question will always be with humanity, no matter how science advances. So, also, thinking about evidence. It falls into one of two categories, direct and indirect. Direct evidence is simply eyewitness testimony. I think a lot of people nowadays think that direct evidence is anything that science gives us. And that's not true. Direct evidence is literally eyewitness testimony. So it could be science in a way because it could be like something happened and a scientist was watching it and then they sh told you about what happened. That would be direct evidence. So in a way, like a scientific fact could be, but that's someone explaining to you what happened that they themselves personally saw, right? But indirect evidence or circumstantial evidence, if you watch any cop TV shows, is everything else, right? Which includes DNA, 
like all of this stuff, right? It's not necessarily like if there's a crime scene and there's DNA, like they find the DNA, it's not direct evidence, it's circumstantial evidence because you have to draw a conclusion from that truth, right? Okay, there's this DNA here, but what does it mean, right? That's what science has to do. So you're making inferences based upon um, scientific findings, right? That's Science does that. I want us to understand that, right? But when you go to court, um, they give you specific instructions that circumstantial evidence and direct evidence both carry the same weight. And then the lawyers work and they try to tell you what they think that evidence means, right? And you have to either trust the eyewitnesses or not trust them. And you have to look at the circumstantial evidence, all of the other evidence, um, sound, stories, DNA, science, things. And you have to pull them together and make it into a broader story. If we have to do that to solve crimes or to have trials in America... Can we not say, okay, that's what a fair trial is? Can we not give God a fair chance and look at all of the direct evidence, which are people's eyewitness testimonies? We can talk about the Bible, the New Testament, the disciples, those things that were written. Can we believe what they said? Can we corroborate them with people besides themselves, or are they just making something up? And also, can we look at some of these scientific ideas and put all of that together and make an inference about God. I think we can. And I think if we honestly and earnestly do that, unlike what Richard Dawkins and Sam Harris said, where we act like we, they act like people who love God um, leave those things at the door. They check their minds and we don't think about it. I think if we look at those pieces of evidence and you bring that whole story together, just like you would in any courtroom setting, if you were a juror and listening to what happened, you have to make a decision on it. And I think... If you look at the evidence, knowing God exists becomes a really compelling case. So, right, we believe in things we can't see. We talked about that. I don't want us to forget that, right? Even people who don't believe in a religion believe in things they can't see. So why can we not ask these questions and possibly think that God exists? If it's the best possible answer, that's a good question. So... Really quickly, a lot of you guys do archery, and I found this really cool fact while I was reading some stuff. And a guy who is a physicist who later became a priest, right? So he was a scientist for 30 years, and then he was like, I believe in God. And he became a priest. His name is John Polkinghorn, and he writes in his book, One World, um, that the universe is so exact to have human life. Everything is fine-tuned, right? Like meaning uh, that the axis has to be tilted a certain way. We, have, we can only be a certain distance from the sun. Our gravitational pull can only be so strong. Um, all of these tiny, tiny, minute little constants that have to be just right and can't be off by very much. If they're off, there's no life on Earth, right? We're a crazy chaotic planet like Jupiter or something that like there's just no way something's living on it. He says, for that to be, for us humans to live here on Earth, it would be like aiming at a one square inch object 20 billion light years away and hitting a bullseye that is painted on it, right? You guys got, what, 10 meters when you guys shoot an arrow. There's no way you are doing that, right? He's saying it is astronomically improbable that everything happened by chance. This is a guy who did science for a living, right? He tested this and he believes that there are tons and tons of people who are scientists 
who have faith. And a lot of them have stories of how they used to not have faith. And then because they've examined these evidences, they see all of the circumstantial evidence and they put it together and they say, eh, there has to be something more. This can't just be by chance. So Paul kind of writes about this way before the scientific revolution. He writes it to Romans, who again, are people very like us, who are very, think we're kind of the apex of humanity. We're this amazing culture. We know everything. This kind of arrogance that kind of comes across. And Paul writes to them. He says, they know the truth about God because he has made it obvious to them. For ever since the world was created, people have seen the earth and sky. Through everything God made, they can clearly see his invisible qualities, his eternal power and divine nature. So they have no excuse for not knowing God. Yes, they knew God, but they wouldn't worship him as God or even give him thanks. Right? That's Romans 1, um, 19 through 21. All right? Paul is saying, guys, just look around. Look at the um, majesty of the world, the intricacy of your body, of uh, a plant systems. All of these things show to us that God exists. The world screams that it was created. Um, so there's a ton of more questions. I'm not going to keep rambling. I love this. We can talk about it forever. But just know, ask your questions. There is nothing in science or archaeology or history that, to me, would disprove God. There are inferences, and sometimes even Christians make those wrong inferences, right? Everybody can misinterpret a piece of information, but that doesn't mean that we have to throw it all out, right? We can be honest about our assessment of why something happened, and I think if we really, truly are, we bring all of that evidence together, we can have a confident faith that God does exist and that he is the God of the Bible because we can trust in the person of Jesus Christ. Love you guys. Have an awesome week.